Aloha, Astro Lovers, and welcome to another Hawaiian version of What's Up Astrology. Yes, that's true. I'm Graham Breitenstein, your favorite drunk astrologer, who's not drunk on what it sounds like. I'm drunk on astrology, people. Get it? <laughs> Apologies yet again for another late broadcast, but that Mercury retrograde that we just cleared really did a number on your very, very Virgo astrologer. But while I'm here in Hawaii, I've been learning about something called mana. And since we are under the Pisces new moon beams for the next two weeks, this goes hand in hand. So in Hawaiian culture, as I've been talking to locals here, mana is a spiritual energy. It's healing power. It's a life force. It's what a lot of you might already have heard of, like chi. And it is a, it's, it's something that can exist in places, objects, people. So if you're anything like me, I'll just share my personal belief system. I really do believe that everything has energy. Everything has a force so if you're someone like me who like accumulates a lot of clothes, well, to me, some of those clothes represent memories that I'm holding on to. I'm not necessarily holding on to the clothes themselves. I'm really holding on to what I'm reminded of, who I'm reminded of when I look at the clothes. But I don't necessarily wear them. So I go through closet binges several times a year. Because I want to clear that energy. I want to clear that space. And I also like to shop, right? So because I like to shop and because I feel like everything has energy, well, I like to be minimish is how I say. I'm not a full-blown min minimalist, but I'm like minimish. And I really like to clean out my closet. So one, to create physical space so that I have a reason to buy something new. But also to clear the, the spiritual energy that those things carry because the memories don't go away just because you get rid of the article of clothing, right? So one of the really cool things about mana is that it's gained or lost through actions. So if you didn't manifest over the weekend under the Pisces new moon, you're, it's, you're all in the clear, so don't worry about it. Um, it, it's most powerful when you manifest under the actual new moon, but it did happen in the middle of the night for most of us. And the Aries moon that we're just finishing up now, and this is a late broadcast, so I'm recording March 15th. So by the time you hear this, it actually might be Tuesday the 16th. So the Aries moon from Sunday and Monday and closing aspects, we talked about it last week with the square to Pluto. So Aries being the sign that's ruled by Mars, the god of war, squaring Pluto, the god of the underworld, it makes for Sunday and Monday very contentious, very, you know, you might, you might have felt that you or people around you were in war mode, and there might have been a lot of aggression, a lot of assertiveness, or Pisces New Moon, maybe passive aggressiveness. <laughs> and so not exactly the, the kind of moon you want to manifest under, but we're going into tomorrow early morning a Taurus moon that has beautiful closing aspects. So if you did not manifest under the Pisces new moon over the weekend, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday up until 4.47 p.m. Pacific are the ideal 
days to manifest. And I want you to think about manifesting with mana in mind, your spiritual energy, your personal healing power, or what you might need to do because it's gained or lost through actions. But what can you do to tap into that spiritual life force that's within all of us? So is it listening to music? Is it dancing? Is it singing? Is it performing? Is it writing a blog and sharing it? Whatever it is for you, I want you to keep that in mind. How is your spiritual health doing? And how can you how can you manifest more positivity into your life, more joy into your life? And one of my favorites, and I consider a life necessity, but more fun and more adventure and more spontaneity. Now, some of you are you know, really spontaneous by nature, but others of you might feel like spontaneous, you know, anything spontaneous is like not your vibe and not what you're going for. But whatever joy and wherever your spiritual center is, the things that, and this doesn't have to be some sort of religion or philosophy. It's what you yourself as an individual feel is spiritual. How do you spiritually connect with yourself? Have you given yourself the permission and the time to really sit with yourself and think about, well, what is my spirituality? What do I believe? What what are my systems and do I have any systems in place? And how how do I think that I can tap into that within myself because I'm telling you all that whether you've been aware of it or not, there is there is energy flowing through your veins and you have the ability to conjure up what you're looking for. You have it within you. It's just whether or not you're willing to, to do the work or to do the soul searching and all of these types of you hear you hear everything I'm saying spiritual life force healing powers, all of that is the energy of the Pisces new moon, and mana here in Hawaii and Hawaiian culture is totally wrapped up, you know, in, within this whole way of life, way of thinking, way of approaching how you want to manifest. It's all in there. So I consider that please, as you move through the week, and if you are going to do some some delayed manifesting, do it Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday up until 4.47 p.m. Pacific. Okay? Okay, great. So before we move into the actual aspects of the week, I have a couple little, I have a couple little, little drunk astro news board items I want to cover. Are you on my mailing list? First first question, there's been a lot of influx of new folks coming in. First of all, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you're new to drunk astrology in general, you most likely came in through Instagram, but maybe you didn't know that there's a podcast until I start promoting it. And so if you're one of those people, welcome. This is the, this is the weekly weather cosmic report. We talk about the energy of the week ahead, how it's going to play out on, down here on Earth how to work with the energy, whether positive or some would say negative or stressful. But I don't really look at it that way, you know, because there's always something to be learned no matter what we're given as far as the aspects above. 
So that's that's that. But getting on the mailing list is really, really important, and you can do that by going to DrunkAstro.com. A little pop-up will come up if for some reason there's technical errors and you don't get a pop-up to just put your email in. Scroll to the bottom of every page, and there's a little box there for you to um, – and, and you get a little you get a little something-something, a little, little surprise gift from yours truly when you do sign up for the mailing list. And I promise you right here, right now, on Monday, March 15th, 2021, that I don't spam you. You don't, you don't get all of that from me, okay? So don't worry about like, oh, no, one more thing in my inbox. It doesn't happen like that. But I do have a lot of special announcements that are going to be coming up in the very near future. And I want you all to know about it. And I will only share with you what I think you would want to know. So that's that. That's first and foremost. Now, also, all on drunkashow.com, we're coming up on the deadline for your 2021 Planet by the Planets reading. The deadline is April 9th. And what we cover in that in this seasonal reading is all your hot spots for love, for money, and career, and when and where you can expect planetary turbulence in your life throughout this entire year. Now, some of you might say, well, Graham, we're already halfway through March, and that's two and a half months into 2021. How on earth does it make sense for me now to look at the other 10 months? Well, first of all, there's 10 more months, nine and a half, if you want to if you want to get down to it but if i have taught any of my longtime listeners anything you all know that everything is attached to everything there are cycles at play so yes we have had some already major aspects in january and february this year but they are linked to other aspects that take place so if you want to get an idea of how things are going to be moving and playing out for the rest of the year you actually have a little a little bit of an added bonus because now you can go back to the the things that i'm going to talk to you about in that reading and go okay so let's talk about what was going on during this time frame because that was chapter one and then chapter two chapter three and, and we move forward as, as things are relevant. So don't stress or don't fret about it's too late to get my reading. It's not. I promise you that. So I want to cover that. But also while you're on the website, I have made a new awesome partnership with my friend Peter over at AstroSeek. And he and I work together to create and customize a drunk astrology birth chart calculator that's going to change your life. <laughs> it's just going to change your life. That's what it is. So if you go to the pull your chart tab on drunkastro.com, input your birth info, and you're going to see your Zodiac wheel, all new design, way easier to read if you ask me, but a whole new Zodiac wheel. You're also going to see a count up of, and some of you know this because we cover this in um, another another one of my readings that you can get as well. But there's a, there's a little chart there. There's a little graph there that'll tell you how many elements 
are in your chart, how many planets you have and what elements. And you can see where you're Earth dominant, air, water, and also where you're deficient. Now, you might not understand what that means, but that's what we cover in the readings. And then you'll also see your qualities. You're going to see if you're cardinal dominant or deficient, fixed dominant, deficient, or mutable. And then you're going to see your yin and yang, right? And those are your polarities within your chart. You're going to get that. And you're also going to see a little transit table. Now, the transit table might look like hieroglyphics to you. Don't even, don't stress, don't worry about it. That's something that we talk about in readings. But you have all of that now, and it's all within the Drunk Astro color theme. Peter did an amazing job. He also worked with me on the next little topic I wanted to cover. And this is the, is this the last thing I wanted to cover? Hold on, I'm looking over my notes. Your Virgo here this week made notes so that I don't scramble and jam everything at weird times throughout the podcast. That This is the last thing. He also worked with me on something really, really cool and fun for my plant astrology course. And if you don't know about plant astrology, you'll see another tab on the website that you can click in. It's an online, pre-recorded online course that I made at the very end of 2020. And it's called the How-To Guide for Picking Plants by the Planet. So if you are someone that's into plants or that had plants but you killed them really, really fast, or you're just wanting to get into plants but you don't really know where to start, this course was made for you. It takes your birth chart and uses it as a tool to align you and your cosmic personality with plants that fit your personality and nurturing style. It's a really cool course, but Peter also, he and I work together, and I, I appreciate him so much. So we're, we're going to talk more about plant astrology because Saturday is what? The first day of spring up here in this hemisphere. So for those of our friends in the southern hemisphere, you're going into your fall. But up here, we're going into spring and sunshine. So everyone that's up here in the northern hemisphere, get ready for your plants to boom, to grow. All of mine, even though I'm not home, you know I got my man checking on everything. And we're FaceTiming, so I can say, ah, don't water too much. Nope, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He really goes over there and FaceTimes me and be like, okay, babe, okay, tell me what to do. Does this one need a little something? You know, tell me. But the, for those of you that already have plants, you have gardens and or inside jungles like me or balcony plants or, you know, you're ready to get your garden going, plant astrology is the perfect starting point. Or if you're already in and you just want to expand and just see some really cool plants. There are some, there were just some really cool plants that we discussed. And anyway, all of that to say, long-winded way of saying, plant astrology is available through the website. And there's going to be some really cool stuff regarding that happening during Aries season. Because if there's any Aries listening, happy birthday to you almost because on Saturday we enter Aries season. And that's really what we're going to talk about. This week's cosmic weather, we're, we're shifting. We are shifting big time. So if you've been feeling your Pisces feels with the sun in Pisces, the moon in Pisces, Venus in Pisces, Neptune in Pisces, you know, you're starting to hear it. Well, this we're, we're going to start making a big shift in energy, but uh, we're actually going to cover Mercury in a second because as of today... Mercury entered Pisces, and he, he's only going to be there for just under three weeks. So 
we'll be okay. The rest of the planets are moving on and starting anew. Mercury just wants you know just dive in his feels a little bit. Let him dive in a little bit. Um, but before we get to the planets, why don't we cover the moon? So if you are someone who follows the transits of the moons, I encourage you to do so if you do not, because the moon is the planet that moves the fastest. It changes signs every two and a half days, and it really dictates the overall vibe of those the two and a half days that it's in the sign. And the last aspect it makes is when the the moon goes void, of course. And when the moon goes void, and I'll tell you those times here in a second, when the moon goes void, you don't really want to do anything new. You want to work on existing projects. You want to close things out. You don't want to launch anything new. You don't want to go buy a whole boatload of groceries. You don't want to go order a whole bunch of stuff online because there's usually some kind of stress that comes with it. You know, it doesn't, the moon is not working, so neither should you, is kind of the overall vibe. So when you order stuff under a void moon, just say like, you know, the shipment is delayed or it it gets dropped off at the wrong building or, you know, someone takes it from your doorstep. You know, I've seen a lot of that stuff going on throughout 2020 and the whole COVID spell of everyone stealing prime packages <laughs> off people's porches and stuff. It's, you know, it's a crazy world out there, folks. But... You really want to just work on something that's existing, that's already in motion. You just you start you know closing things out, tuning up the details, and then when it shifts into the next sign, then your all systems go. The moon is back to work. It's making aspects to the planets, and everyone the energy is is positive and moving forward. So as of last night, on Sunday the fourteenth, stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to the Waking Up to Grace podcast, where we celebrate and explore the finished work of our Lord, Jesus Christ. The Waking Up to Grace podcast can be found on every major platform. And now, here's Lenny. Okay, cool. So all day Sunday, moon was in Aries. All day today, Monday, the moon is in Aries. It goes void at 8.40 p.m. It's actually already void right now. That's And all the times I give you are Pacific Standard, so adjust for your time zone. But the moon, the Aries moon went void with a square to Pluto. We've already discussed. It's a war aspect. So, you know, watch out for the aggression and the assertiveness. Then Tuesday the 16th, the moon goes into Taurus at 3.56 a.m., and it's in Taurus all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday. And on Thursday the 18th, my, my late grandmother's mamaw, it's her birthday. So I love that she gets a Taurus moon. Taurus is just so lovely and homey. But let me not get off track. The Taurus moon goes void at 1.40 p.m. with a sextile to the sun. Lovely, lovely days. And that's why I said if you didn't manifest for the Pisces new moon, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are the days to do it because the Taurus moon makes sextiles and conjunctions on Tuesday, a square to Saturn early, early in the morning, Wednesday, that's all right, a square to Jupiter, just an overdoing, and a sextile to Neptune, which is just lovely and juicy and flowy, and then the closing aspect with the sextile to the sun, just what a day to just really like put yourself out there, you know, or do creature comforts, treat yourself, self-care, good food, good company, that's the day to, you know, to, to treat yourself. I'll just say that in general. 
Then at 4.47 p.m., the moon enters Gemini, the witty whiz kid of the Zodiac, and it's in Gemini the rest of the evening, Thursday the 18th, all day Friday the 19th, and the 20th, the Gemini moon. Oh, nope. Okay, okay, great. It's in Gemini all day Saturday, and then Sunday, bright and early in the morning, at 5.04 a.m., the moon goes void with a square to Venus. So it's a little bit of stress in relationship, a little bit of stress with money or connection, you know, friendships. You know, you're, you're the overall vibe of connecting with others is a little, it's a little stress, but it's just stress that requires action. So you just might be really busy. And actually, Sunday is just going to be really busy. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'll give you all the aspects here in a second, but Sunday is a wild day. <laughs> That's the day. I, there's there's some other things going on this week, but I'm just going to say Sunday, you can either say, you know what, I'm going to just step back and not do Sunday, or you can do all the things. I get the feeling that yours truly, because this Virgo, when does this Virgo slow down? I get the feeling that I'm going to be doing all the things. I don't know about you, but if you already kind of know your weekend plans, eh, just prepare for Sunday. There's a whole lot of action. So then the the moon, the Gemini moon void at 5.04 a.m. square to Venus. And it is void just for 14 minutes. And it goes into Cancer at 5.18 a.m. And it is in Cancer all day Sunday, all day Monday, and then Tuesday going void at 8.26 a.m. with an opposition to Pluto. So Sunday, Monday, and early, early Tuesday, the 23rd. It's emotionally volatile and separating from it's it's cancers in a sensitive zone. You know, it, it, cancer moons make us all way more sensitive and way more um, emotionally volatile in opposition to Pluto, the god of the underworld. And that's authority figures, too. So it's a really separating aspect. So Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. Well, I'm going to tell you what the moon next week. The 22nd through the 28th is just, the moon has a rough go next week. So we have some, we have, of course, we have other aspects happening, but the moon has, has a rough go. So it, it's more of an enlightening week, okay? So there, are a lot of, there might be a lot of discord starting on Sunday as we move. You start feeling like the contentious energy building up. And then by the time Monday and Tuesday come around, but then, the moon goes into Leo Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, it has separating, enlightening aspects again, closing aspects. So just know that on Sunday, you might start feeling something brewing. You might start feeling like, oh, wait a minute. Like there's a, there's a, there's a, there's something boiling in the kitchen. <laughs> And like I said, Sunday in general is just really busy. So we're going to keep that. We're going to keep that in, in, in our – just keep it in your back pocket to be like, okay, I'm going to just wait. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to observe starting on Sunday. I'm going to observe the shift in energy because this weekend there was a huge shift in energy. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. We're going to shift out of the moon, and now let's go to the planets. First and foremost, today, the 15th, Mercury enters Pisces at 3.26 p.m. So he's already in there now, and he's in there until April 3rd, so just under three weeks. So although, yes, Mercury in Pisces makes it a little bit more difficult for us to express ourselves clearly, 
Mercury in a water sign. Mercury is about, about communication, exchanging ideas and information. And in Pisces, he's swimming a, a slippery sea. And we might not be super clear. Like our communications with others might be a little foggy. It might get like, why can't I just see through the fog? Why, why, why do I have brain fog? So you might even feel because right now, until we get to Saturday, the sun's in Pisces. Mercury's in Pisces, Venus is in Pisces, Neptune's in Pisces, and also one of our asteroids, Pallas Athena, she's in Pisces, and she's how we strategize. So right now, we're all in this slippery slope, like I want this, but I don't know if I want to be so direct about going about it because of X, Y, and Z. It's, it's, uh, Pisces is a finicky energy, right? But it is also highly highly creative and highly spiritual and a whole lot of healing opportunities come with spiritual uh with pisces energy so i really want you to to if you have to go back and listen to everything i was saying about the hawaiian culture and and the the idea of mana your chi your life force energy your healing powers that you possess within you yourself and whether or not you're tapping into them or you know, finding joy in, in your daily life and finding fun and adventure and spontaneity, whatever you think is your road to action to, towards tapping into your mana. That's, what I, that's what's really what's on Mercury's mind for the next few weeks. Then on Tuesday the 16th, the sun has a sextile with Pluto, so the Pisces sun, working very flowy and very juicy with Pluto and Capricorn. It happens at 11.26 a.m. So conversations with authority figures and bosses or you know people that you're working with, a lot of great, a lot of great opportunity on Tuesday to have um, productive conversation. Then Wednesday, Mars and Gemini has a sextile to Chiron, the wounded healer. And that's one of our big asteroids, right? That's one that we talk about because Chiron... Chiron really shows where we're carrying our life wound, our trigger points, the things that can really trigger our trauma. So Mars and Gemini working in a productive way with Chiron. Yes, Chiron can bring some sadness, but the Mars and Gemini energy is like, well, let's find out more about it. Why don't we ask questions? Let's get inquisitive. And Some of this might be directed more as internal dialogue. Where it's just like, let me ask myself some questions. Why, why is this uh, a pattern that I've been carrying? Or why is this still a trigger? What, what healing do I need to do? What, what ways can I, you know, is it therapy? Is it counseling? Is it astrology? Is it philosophy? Is it psychology? Is it going back to school? Is it reading a book? Gemini is curious. And it just that Mars, while he's in Gemini, is going to be really active and zippy and witty and just kind of and just you know assessing the the environment from like an intellectual standpoint and so instead of and with this product this productive aspect to Chiron is more about getting curious about your triggers getting curious about your sadness or the things that you're carrying with you and exploring ways on how you can move forward and then let's see then we get to Thursday the 18th and there is a Venus Pluto sextile. So Mars works with Chiron productively, and then Venus works productively with Pluto. 
just like the sun does on Tuesday the 16th. So the Venus-Pluto sextile is at 10.20 a.m. on Thursday the 18th, and this makes love intense. It makes it, it can make it hot and steamy. So if you want to schedule a date on Thursday, then Thursday is a great day to... Ooh, ee, wada wada bing bang, boom boom. <laughs> I can't handle myself, people. So I'm just going to leave that there. Friday, the moon makes great aspects all day. Saturday, though, the sun enters Aries. So Aries season starts at 2.37 a.m., again, Pacific Standard Time, on Saturday the 20th. It's the first day of spring, and it is also, my friends, the International Astrology Day. So reach out to your astrologers. I, I will accept any and all messages, posts, comments, criticisms, critiques, you know, things, whatever. I'll accept it. But, you know, just show love to show love to your favorite astrologers on Saturday because it's it's a really cool day to just kind of say, like, wow, it's our day to just celebrate each other. I love it. So I hope you do, too. And then Sunday, okay? Sunday is the day where everything gets crazy. And one of the things that's going to be interesting to see how Aries season plays out because the sun and Venus are riding shotgun together. Venus enters Aries at 7.16 a.m. on Sunday. Then Mercury has a sextile to Uranus at 4.35 p.m. So this could be unexpected great, like great ideas or just talk about spontaneous happenings. You know, Sunday could just be like, you know what? I thought I was going to kind of hide from the world because of what Graham said on the, the podcast. But you know what? I think it'd be a great idea to do this. <laughs> that happens in the middle of the afternoon. Then a Mars has a trine to Saturn at 7.35 p.m. on Sunday. So, boy, that is – talk about great action. Great day to kind of put a plan together with how you want to take action with authority or being responsible you know if your responsibilities are kind of like piling up and you're kind of the pisces energy is like i just want to flow man sunday mars working with saturn is a great day to say okay this is my plan to move forward and then we have the quarter moon in cancer right so we're in between on sunday we have this cancer moon that's a quarter moon at 7 40 in the morning Halfway between New Moon in Pisces and the Full Moon in Libra, that happens Sunday the 28th on Palm Sunday. And it's really looking at, okay, how am I feeling at home, right? What The things I want to manifest, that I manifested under the Pisces New Moon, thinking about my mana and healing. Now it's like, okay, is it how am I feeling? How's it making me feel? How does it... How does it affect my my life here at home? <sighs> Relationship with my mom, you know, female figures, powerful female figures in your life. So you can see how there's just there's a lot of energy on Sunday. So you know, just keep that in mind and don't let that deter you from doing all the things because I'm telling you, yours truly is gonna ninety nine point nine 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 percent gonna be doing all the things. So that's it, folks. That is the week of March 15th through the 21st. I hope you have an amazing week. If I uh, if you don't catch this until Tuesday, which is more than likely, I will catch up with you on Wednesday for Hump Day Hangover on St. Patrick's Day. So I don't know if I have any green. Do I have any green here? I don't know, but I'll see if I can find some green so that we can talk on Hump Day Hangover 
at 6 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday. Happy week to you all. Mwah! Shaka's up. That's Hawaiian stuff. Bye.